There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Get ready to enjoy the best podcast of your life on The Courtney Show Podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Welcome to The Courtney Show. Good morning. The whole gang's here. I didn't think Tim was going to be here today. Oh, yeah. Come on. I love this place. (laughs) You need a day. That's code for someone ran out of vacation days. (laughs) No, I was excited to come in today. I I don't even understand how you're standing upright. I had some second thoughts, but I kept loudly declaring to everyone I was talking, I got to work tomorrow. I got to be on air at 6 a.m. Yeah, so then I was like, I kind of have to go. Oh, my God. Use it as an excuse to get out of stuff. Yeah. Because it's just that night shows. It's a whole afternoon and... that they get there at like 10 or 11. Is Sunday an easier day, though? Or is it every um, day is it's the same of, schedule? You're just so kind of slap happy on Sunday that it just sort of rolls through. But then you, the problem with Sunday is you, you're also loading out. So the other nights, mm. you get to just walk right out of the building. But this night, it's like I still have a bunch of gear in my car. Oh, no. You're just packing up all of your stuff. And I have a cute, you guys, I'm, you know, messy. So three days in, I've, I've got six pairs of shoes there and yeah, oh, yeah you bury your socks up in the upper area just laying there yes there's these a, are Tim's a lot of socks around. oh really oh yeah yeah because you're living there for the weekend yes exactly so you I didn't get I got home at like close to two all right and if you don't know what we're talking about I mean that's your fault Ludo Tim's band uh, they played their special Halloween shows they do it every year um, and I was there Friday Brando was there Saturday. Yep. I'm sure Chris was there all weekend. Yeah, I was there the whole weekend. It was mm-hmm. great. Thank you guys so much for uh, for coming. I like I that you didn't know that I was going to be there. <laughs> you didn't mention I, it at all. Well, and I, then I get, I'm backstage and somebody's like, uh, you forgot to tell me Courtney Landrum was supposed to be on You the weren't list. in charge like, of that. No one, I wasn't. I you didn't know she was coming. You weren't in charge of it. Yeah. Somebody else. She was on a different list. I was on a different yeah. list. You I were on the list, right? You got yes. everything was fine. I didn't come. I didn't come to you. I you had enough. Yeah. Well, I'm really grateful that you guys. He's came. a bigger fan of the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to me. They're like, "You forgot to tell me Landrum was on the list," and then Matt goes, "Oh God, I'm sorry." <laughs> um. So, did you feel good about the whole weekend? Yeah, it's one of those you're just real happy it's over. You made it through. Um, but yeah, it was it was another really really great special one. And um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's you just forget. We're so you're so disconnected from the regular Ludo. What used to be our lives, and then what is our lives uh, for a week every year? So yeah, just people came from all over the place. It's it's bananas. I mean, we're so lucky with the, the St. Louis support, but it's just become this trip for so many people every year, or for years, they're like, I gotta go one year, and then this is the year they kind of got it together and came. So, I mean, I, I met people from all over the country, and it's, I, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really cool. We're very, very lucky, and um, yeah, it was, it was a fun one. Nick became real good pals with all the dads, um, 
of the band members. I saw you guys put in a whole lot of time with uh, Vince Volpe and Vic Polaro. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that being a, a good crew for Nick to be a part of. So funny, they were the two of them were standing outside the box office, two of the dads, and I'm like, that looks like a TC1 crew right there. I go into Will Call, there's TC1. I'm like, yeah, they all have a similar vibe about yep, them. They've been through it. But your dad did tell me a story and I find this really hard to believe, oh boy. that he was, uh, somebody came up to him, a cousin of his, and he was mistaken for you. Oh. Oh, yeah. Did he tell you that story? Yeah. See, I think he told everybody that story. <laughs> and she's like, oh, we're, our moms are cousins or something. And she's like, no. And, and, and my dad was like, no, I'm, I'm your, your cousin, cousin or something. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So he's like, yeah. They, they, I was mistaken for TC2. I'm like, I don't believe that. But speak, <laughs> that's a, a pretty significant oh mistake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of my dad, I don't think you guys talked about this Friday, but the, our, our shows this weekend were Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. We didn't know about it. Yeah. My dad, Thursday, we're rehearsing, and it's like kind of the big night before. My dad's like, do you need anything tonight? And I'm like, no. And then I guess he had, always, he had also been texting uh, our sister and Emma and my mom and saying, do you guys need rides? He thought it started Thursday night. Yes. Thursday night, my dad went to the pageant. Oh, really? Found yeah. parking really easily. He was like, oh, he's going to be real upset. Their fan base must have really gone down. Maybe the Thursday show wasn't a yeah, good idea. Apparently walked right up to that door and it was locked. Because in years past, it has started on been Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, so he was at the pageant Thursday night. <laughs> so funny. I did that once. I told you that. Yeah. I went to see Bare Naked Ladies at the pageant. They were at the American Theater. Yeah. Like, man, parking is so easy. What's going on? <laughs> yep. And you know, you've got to know that's a red flag because the parking at the pageant is the worst. It's the worst in this area. Mm hmm. There's just not enough parking. Yeah. The infrastructure is not there. Well, especially with Delmar Hall, the new venue. Yes. And they both have shows, which I two at least two of the three nights they did. Friday they didn't, which was nice. Friday they didn't. Saturday, Sunday they had big ones. Uh -huh. Saturday so, yeah. they did. It was it was tricky. Yeah, I parked illegally. And I was all stressed. I'm like, I told Nick, I'm like, if it didn't say towing on it, but I did park illegal. We parked illegally because I'm not. I didn't want to walk a million miles and park in a shady lot. Mm -hmm. You parked in the shady lot. Well, I've parked in that shady lot before, and I was not, and that was with my old car. I have a new car now. I care more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the old one, I wanted it to get stolen, so I could just yeah. have to get a new car. <laughs> I so, rolled yeah. the dice. You did? I survived. Yeah. Well, I did park illegally, but very close. Yeah. It was worth it. I'd do it again. Oh, look at her. <laughs> you can afford it. Um, so you guys both, I mean, what time did you get home last night? Like two. Jeez. Yeah. What about oh. you, Chris? You look a little tired, too. Um, Probably. Because you're a real, just you're the band hype man. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I, I love it. It's my favorite thing to do every year. So I had a great time. What was your favorite costume? Did you see any costumes that you loved? Yeah, yesterday I was walking out of the building to go into the... Um, to go into merch and I saw a guy dressed complete like full and like not just like the worst Amazon like horribly put together version like very high quality Michael J. Fox as Teen Wolf playing basketball Teen Wolf Ooh, Oh, that's and I go and I was like yes man as I walked <laughs> in he's like thanks and then I kept walking 
And he turned around and he goes, Chris Convy? And I was like, yeah. And as a guy I haven't seen in probably 20 years, it was Tim's, one of Tim's best friends in high school, the first guy he ever started a band with, drove in from Chicago, oh, put wow. on the costume, and went to the show. Hadn't been to a show in years. Uh-huh. So was, it's a guy named Jack. Yeah. Oh. And I wouldn't have recognized him. I mean, he was he, well, he was, was the wolf. Teen Wolf. Well, that's yeah. a great one. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh, what about you, Tim? Any costumes you loved? Uh, we did, um, we were all Pee Wee Herman last night. In yeah, the I saw that. I loved oh, that. Really? It was just fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Teen Wolf one was special. And then so many just like nods to Ludo in their costumes. Even the brand new. So, I mean, we, we put that Italian werewolf song out just a few weeks ago, and lots of people were Italian werewolves. So she uh, yeah, Nick, <laughs> it came up on the screen. Nick goes, I feel like this. What is this? What's, what's happening attack. here? <laughs> he, did, he did. And, and TC1's like, I can't wait to tell the band. He goes, what? Does the werewolf have sweat a sweatsuit on? <laughs> well, yeah, because the logo, it's it's the arch, and then one of the things, for the song, one of the things of the arch is, is part of a heart. And then I people, thought that was really cool. People think it's blood for the, that makes the heart, but it, it legitimately, it's marinara. So one of the notes, <laughs> when it came back, we're like, oh, no, that's marinara, and it had to look differently. So it is Andrew's Italian, so, and so as is Matt Palermo, so... We own it. It's You're, allowed. Yeah. You're allowed. You're allowed. Then a couple of Irish dudes. Uh, well, uh, and I know that Brando went and saw his high school win a playoff game. Yeah, Red Friday Bun. night. It was miserable weather. Oh, my gosh. It was rainy. It was windy. And uh, it was a very, very close game. And uh, they ended up winning, scoring a touchdown with like 30 seconds left. And that was it. That was the only touch, the only score of the game. I saw you. Oh, really? No score till the very last like 30 seconds Redbud scored Oof. and ran out the clock. The weather not helping our uh, St. Louis City with their Ooh, playoff game man. last night. Jeez, that did not. What it a looked disappointing. And game. apparently, it ran. It rained the whole game. You can't bring umbrellas in, so it rained the whole game until the final buzzer or whatever the sound is that they make for the end of the game. <laughs> it stopped raining. <laughs> oh, Four to one, your St. Louis City uh, falls to. <sighs> Sporting KC, and so now we wait till next Sunday. It's best out of three, so, so they yeah, have to. We got some time. They have to win. They have to win the next game. They play them again. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. best of three. I don't know. Next that's, weekend. That's how it works in KC, I think, mm-hmm. and then back in St. Louis. Um. Uh. All right. Well, anything else? Oh, the Matthew Perry thing. I know that you're probably going to mention it in both oh, the Hollywood Outsiders. That was yep. shocking, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and then I started going down the rabbit hole of all the recent posts he'd put up. Well, because he just put that book out not too long ago, so mm-hmm. there's lots of, ex- you know, excerpts from that that people are talking about. Yeah, so sad. Very, very sad. Um, but we'll talk about that in Hollywood Outsider. Uh, but besides that, we have strong opinions today, food court, all the usual stuff, and some tickets to give away. A few different pair of tickets to give away for not only Softer October, but also for First Five Notes, Throwback Live. Uh, so lots of opportunities for you to win tickets. And uh, I think we're going to announce a show today and have those tickets to give away. It's not until like next summer. But still, it's a big show coming to St. Louis next summer. We will tell you about that a little later. If you guys want to text into the show at any time, we'd love to hear from you. 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, Joe Kilgallen is at Westport and Barry Laminac is at Streets of St. Charles. Get those tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. 
Well, Matthew Perry was found dead in a hot tub at his home on Saturday. He's only 54 years old. Um, we're still kind of sketching together details. What we've, we know so far is uh, Matthew had played pickleball earlier in the day on Saturday. He had sent his assistant out on an errand, uh, and when the assistant returned home a couple of hours later, he found uh, Matthew in the hot tub. Uh, 911 was called. They were unable to revive him. Uh, police are saying it was probably cardiac arrest and or drowning, you know, a combination there possibly. Um, TMZ says no illegal drugs were found on the scene uh, and there were no signs of foul play. Police did find several prescription drugs, um, so I'm sure they'll, you know, a blood do a blood culture or whatever and see what was in his system. Uh, Matthew famously fought drug and alcohol issues for many years. Um, in addition to his many years on Friends, he appeared in several movies like Fools Rush In and The Whole Nine Yards. But yeah, a lot of people very sad. You know, I, I told Alex when it happened, I said, this is... This is a this would have been a big deal no matter what, you know, because of the success of that show. I said, but it really crosses a lot of generational lines because so many young people have gone in on friends. Yeah. Like since like during the pandemic and things, like the amount of young people I see walking around with friends t-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. is is crazy. So, it's so sad. And it's the first, you know, major cast member from that I, show. Yeah, no. It's got to be so hard on all of them too. Mm-hmm. It's it was shocking. We knew he struggled with a lot of things and didn't, you know, lead the health healthiest life, but it's still, I mean, I remember seeing it on my phone. It was just like, whoa. Yeah. It. Yeah. And and you know, he was lucky to be alive when he talked about with that interview and in his book about all of... Uh, oh, the amount of Vicodin he was doing in yeah. a day. And, like, how his system was just shut, shutting down. Like, him to make it out of the hospital when he did mm-hmm. is... Uh, is It's just sad. Yeah. It's just really sad. And so, I mean, man, he was... Fu- obviously, they were all funny on that show, but he was so funny. Such a sensation when it came out, him mm-hmm. in particular. I watched somebody had shared... Uh, the first time he was on Letterman, that clip, and he was so young and just started, you know, just kind of tasting success and talking about all the bad shows he was on before that. And he was, <laughs> yeah, he was really great. Uh, actor Richard Mall also passed away over the weekend, uh, best known for playing Bull on Night Court. Uh, but he was 80. I didn't realize he was that old. Wow. Yeah, 80 years old. Um, but uh, he was in a bunch of other things, too. But mainly, I think we remember him as that uh, that character. Five Nights at Freddy's pulled in $78 million oh my God. in its opening weekend. Yeah, and I it said was when free. It, it was also yeah, free. You can watch it for free on Peacock. That's really? Insane. Yes. It's free on Peacock. His son went and saw it twice. Aaron saw it twice in the theater. Uh, Owen watched it on Peacock at home, and then he went with Aaron yesterday to see it in the theater. So, so he already seen it at home. They what? loved it? Yes. Wow. Why is it such a big deal? Is it, it based on a book or a It's a game. Or it's a video a, game. Oh, okay. It was a video game. I, I, that's why I said going into the week, I'm like, this thing's going to win. Yeah, you did. It's going to win all the money. And people are going to be shocked. Yeah. Like, Even what when the hell is Five Nights at Freddy's? watch at home. Wow. It still brought in that much at the theater. I, yeah. know, I didn't know then. I didn't know it was a video what game. What a deal they struck. Because I'm sure they made Peacock. You know, Peacock had to... Buy it. buy out basically to get the get these rights. Like, oh, we're gonna make a ton. Nobody's gonna go see it in the theater. And like, no, no, they are. They're gonna wow. go see it in the theater too. So yeah, seventy eight million dollars, and they loved it. They said it's gory and funny, and it's all the stuff. It's just the story is basically like uh, all a the Chuck stuff e. comes to life. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese or a showbiz pizza. If the stuff all came to life and 
started a murder. And at one point, does he paint himself to hide? Because I know it's uh, <laughs> from yeah. Hunger Games. He <laughs> does. That's how he gets away. He, yeah. he blends in with a Pac-Man I machine. Really he wanted, paints his face to I, look just like the sun. I really wanted Chris to go as, uh, <laughs> as the rocks. <laughs> as the riverbed. You Peter, Peter Rock. Tomorrow, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could put it together by then, but man, <laughs> it would be good. A cake Some year. You gotta do it. Yeah, you should just be like, I, w- I was at your Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see me. I what was blending it with the uh, plants. Uh, some theaters got in trouble for adding an intermission break for to uh, Martin Scorsese's movie Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, the studio says they violated their licensing agreement, so they're angry at these like smaller theater chains that were doing it. So the movie is three hours and twenty six minutes long, and I guess they added like an eight minute intermission, like just. You want to go grab a drink, use the restroom or whatever. And people, they said people liked it, but the studio got mad at them. So, oh, yeah. No more it takes that. you out of it, maybe. You, sh- you shouldn't be making three and a half hour movies. No. I mean, if you want to do something like that, make a mini series. Like, I think if put it on Netflix. Yeah, if you're putting it on Netflix or whatever, you make it as long as you want. You know, but if it's in a theater, that's, that's a long time to sit and not disturb the people around you and blah, blah, blah. Elizabeth Banks says she's going to let her beauty fade just like the rest of us. She says she's letting herself age naturally without using any Botox injections or fillers to keep looking great. She says she exercises, she watches what she eats, gets plenty of sleep, and drinks lots of water. Drinks lots of water. It's always the water. Richard Dreyfuss and Steven Spielberg aren't friends. Uh, Richard says it's because for years, Steven has said that he and actor Robert Shaw, who played Quint in the movie Jaws, hated each other on set. Uh, There's even a play on Broadway right now called The Shark is Broken, and it's about the three of them, Shaw, Dreyfuss, and Roy Scheider, during the making of the movie, and the feud between the two of them is part of the story. Well, he saw it. He didn't like it uh, because the play makes him look like a big jerk, according to him. Uh, But it was co-written by Shaw's son, Ian. Really? So... Robert Shaw's kid wrote the story about how the two, and part of it is like the two of them not getting along. Now, Richard Dreyfuss is like, no, we got along great. But yet his son says, no, I don't think you did. Well, I, the story I remember is that Shaw was intentionally a jerk to him to build the tension between Because the two characters. of them in the movie didn't, yeah. didn't like each other. So I don't, I mean, his kid wrote it. Isn't that kind of based on what his dad had told him? Yeah, but it also stinks that if the kid wrote it, then Dreyfus is the one that's going to be looking bad in it and not Shaw. True. Yeah. And my recollection of it was that Shaw was rude. Was like intentionally, like was trying to be like actory rude. Oh, really? To Dreyfus. See, I would think, I mean, Richard Dreyfus is, and I, is, I love him in his, in movies and stuff, but he's, he's a jerk, right? Like, I have no idea. I don't I think, either. I think he's a man. I rough sure, to work with. I sure felt bad for him in the one movie with Bill Murray. Bob. Oh, what about, what about Bob? Bob? I <laughs> totally got his anger. You didn't have a way yeah, out. Yeah, I was no. not happy with Bob at all. <laughs> no. The Black Phone 2 is in the works. It'll hit theaters June 27th of 2025. That was Ethan Hawke. Was that the, his movie? Oh, that sounds right. Is that called The Black Phone? I think so. Yes, It's yes. like a sc- scary movie, so of course there's a, a sequel. 
Actress Bridget uh, Wilson Sampras has ovarian cancer. Uh, her husband, tennis star Pete Sampras, made the announcement saying, quote, last December, my wife Bridget was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Since then, she's had major surgery, pushed through chemotherapy, and continues with targeted maintenance therapy. So we hope she's doing right. The name's not familiar. She was Veronica Vaughn in Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you see it, it's like, oh, she was in a ton of... 90s movies. Uh, Goldie Hawn has been visited by aliens, in case you're wondering. She says it happened when she was young. She fell asleep in a friend's car after a dance rehearsal uh, when she heard a high-pitched sound that woke her up. She looked out of the window and saw, quote, these two or three triangular-shaped heads. They were silver in color, slashed for a mouth, tiny little nose, no ears. Uh, She says they were pointing at her and, like, talking or something, maybe talking about her. She was frozen, but she was avail- eventually able to get away and told friends what had happened. And I guess she had uh, not thought about it in many, many years. And she was at U of I uh, at like some, not the planetarium, but some something at, at the University of Illinois. And it sparked her memory and she ended up talking to the professor about it. And that's why she's talking about it now. So. <laughs> she saw aliens, everybody. Goldie. All, All I can think of is Kate McKinnon. <laughs> in that SNL yes. Oh, well, that's... I got a different treatment. Uh, Blink-182 played a secret show at a Denny's in Long Beach, California. So they were paying tribute to the what the blank is up Denny's meme. I didn't have time to look this up. What is this meme? I don't know Anybody what Anybody know is. what this is? No idea. Well, apparently it's a meme, and they were spoofing on it. Uh, they also released two new tracks on Spotify and Apple Music, if you want to check those out. The people at mentalfloss.com put together a list of all their favorite haunted house movies. You know, Halloween's tomorrow, so we still got to do all these haunted house or these uh, horror movie stories. So these are horror movies centered around a haunted house. A very specific list. Um, I, I can just give you the top five. If you, there's, two of the, there's two of the same Psycho. name on here. It's not really a haunted house. Yeah, that one didn't make no. the list. Uh, 13 Ghosts. Yeah, that's uh, number three on their list from 1960. Well, yeah, but I saw the Tony Shalhoub <laughs> one because, you know, I'm a Shalhoubman. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, that um, one didn't make it. Okay. I don't, I don't know. But the original. Oh, number Amityville three. Horror. Amityville Horror, I would think, would be high on the list. That movie freaked me out as right? a kid. Right, and that's a haunted house? Yes. Not on their list. Yeah. Not at all. What? That one's a scary, scary movie. But like Beetlejuice is on there, which is funny, and it's yeah. a haunted house. Uh, yeah, it is. So technically, it makes it. It's uh, down there at number twelve on the list. Ooh. House is on there twice. Do you ever watch? Do you ever see the nineteen eighty five movie House? No, it's it's not good. I think it's the greatest American hero hero guy. That oh actor, yeah, uh-huh. he's in it, and Richard Mall is like the big bad guy in it. What about uh, the others? That's yes. a scary movie. Yeah, number fourteen on their list. Oh. Okay, um, what about The Frighteners? That's a pretty good one. Frighteners. You guys remember that? I never saw that one. Uh I know what you're talking about. No, didn't make their list. Okay. I don't know. It's very specific, yeah. Uh, Number five, The Haunting from 1963. The Innocence from 1961 at number four. Thirteen Ghosts, as you mentioned, at number three. The Ghost and Mrs. Mrs. Muir from 1947. That's at number two. And The Uninvited, (laughs) 1944. That's number one. Oh, it's, it's like all, all right, I don't, but like Poltergeist is on there. At number 10. Oh, yeah, Poltergeist is good. Um, Paranormal Activity, number 17. You know, The Conjuring, number 22. Amityville Horror should be on Amityville there. Amityville Horror should be on there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. It is The Courtney Show on 106.5 The Arch with the Backstreet Boys. The Courtney Show. All right, does anybody on the show have any fears of anything? Any phobias, I should say? Like that take over your life? Mm-hmm. Needles and I'm not good with that. But you're not, Ooh, yeah, you're not, not thinking about them. Oh, like just when I wake up in the morning? It's not a phobia per se. Mine, there's not one on here for mine. Mine is probably my biggest fear is driving in bad weather. There's no, there's no, uh, there's nothing in my list for that. It probably raises the anxiety most in me is like just doctors and dentists and like having to go any of that stuff. It's so funny. I do not have a dentist phobia at all. It's probably one of my worst. Nick does for sure. We know Chris doesn't. He no, loves the dentist. Love the dentist. Was just there a few days ago with Bacula. Oh, he was were? making right what once went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. It was awesome. All right. So they asked uh, a, a new survey and asked people what their top phobias were. The number one phobia is what do you think it is? Heights. Yes. Fear mm-hmm. of heights. I'm not great with heights. Does anybody know what that mean? What that word is? Doesn't sound scary to me. Acro- <laughs> Acrophobia is what it is. It's number one in 20 different states. Mm. Fear of heights. Um, number two is uh, so uh, fear of social situations. That doesn't have a fancy name either. It's just social phobia. Uh, the next is a fear of spiders, which we all know is arachnophobia. Yeah. I, I'm not, I mean, I don't, I'm not hanging out with spiders. I'm not. I'm not, in, I'm not around spiders enough. Like if I lived in Australia, I think I might have a problem because don't they have the worst? Yeah, they've got, well, they've got a spider called the Huntsman. People should look it up. It's it's not dangerous at all, but it's huge and terrifying. And it looks they it have, looks very yes. very scary. Um, the next is fear of death. That's thanato thanatophobia. Thanatophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, next is the fear of needles, which. Uh, Tim has. Yeah. Do you know what the word is? Mm, no, I'm afraid of that too. Trypanophobia. Oh yeah. Uh, this is the next is fear of snakes. Ophidiophobia. Anybody have a fear of snakes? And again, I'm, I'm not pals, but I don't. I don't. They don't keep it. I was. I know people that are scared of them. I was like, always. More, I had a friend that couldn't even look at a picture of a snake. I was always more afraid of the lake. The lake snakes. Oh sure. Yeah, that's the water moccasins. Yeah, yeah. Because there were to, there was talk when I was growing up that the, there were lots of water moccasins. Yeah. So I was always freaked out about being in a lake because of that. I thought that's a phobia too. Lake. Lake snake. Lake I'm, phobia. I'm like lakes. Like, I'm still scared to step next to a rock. You know, that has, like, any sort of shelf to it. I I think that that's... There's always a snake under one of those. I'm afraid of regular moccasins. <laughs> Just handmade shoes. <laughs> um, you should try walking in someone else's, and maybe that'll help you get used to it. Like Next is a, an intense fear of failure. That's an actual phobia. A tickophobia. Um, then agoraphobia, open spaces. That's number one in New Mexico. Explain that to me. Like fields or what? What does that mean? Well, agoraphobics usually don't leave the house, right? Well, yeah, because you got oh. nothing but open spaces out there. Isn't that what it is? Remember that girl on Real World that was afraid of huge boats? No. <laughs> you what don't remember season? That? 
Um, the boat season. <laughs> no, I think it was. I think it might have been Austin. Uh, I might Why? Because be they that. went on a big boat or something, and then that's how it was discovered. No, she was from Kansas City, and I think she was like kind of small, and then it maybe had like dyed red hair. But yeah, she was she was a, a, like very afraid of huge <laughs> boats. <laughs> wow. Um, now I want to find out what this is about. Fear of public speaking. That's glossophobia. Is next. And then we talked about this last week. It's those, uh, the lots of holes and things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alex kind of has that. Trypophobia. Honeycombs, sponges, Hawaii and Idaho. It's the number one fear there. Wow. Two states that have nothing in common. Uh, any <laughs> any weird phobias that anybody has? I mean, mine is driving in bad weather. I don't think that's that weird. Yeah, I'm surprised I, I didn't see. come up on the list. Yeah. You know, just weather. I know people that are like, just freaked out about weather. Airplane. You know, do they have any sort of like storms coming in? Airplane travel used to be my number one, but it's dropped. I've been better the last few times. Oh, for you. It, yeah. You yeah. Like it. No. But I mean, the last few times. You're still going in on the drugs, right? No, I didn't. I haven't the last two times I've flown. Oh, really? Two or three. I had none in, none in going to uh, Hilton Head and none the, before that. I've been clean. That's I've great. been scared straight. <laughs> I may have had some beers, but that's not oh, the same that's, thing. Yeah, that's nothing. That's fine. I just take the edge off. Yeah, you'd be doing on that on the, on the ground. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and I know Nikki has talked about this one before, uh, and it's, I have the same. I'm not, a, I don't have a fear of them, but they freak me out, and I'm talking about mascots. I just think that right. we're always hugging them, and they've probably been in prison. You don't know. That's not Mickey Mouse there, man. That's just a kid that's all sweaty. Well, yeah, and people, like, will do, you know, inappropriate things to mascots sometimes. And if it's a high school game, like, that's a that's a kid in there. Yeah, like, right. That's, that's not an adult. <laughs> that's a child. That is a 17-year-old. Well, share your weird <laughs> phobia with us. You guys can text us at any time during the show, 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Thing I saw yesterday. All right, the best things that I saw over the weekend. Thank you to Mick for sharing this on the GTG. I saw it a bunch after he shared it, but oh, I loved it. Josh Brolin went to a to an '80s themed costume party as himself in the Goonies. Oh my God! With yeah. the, I think that's well, yeah. Is that's it old? One. I think so. It, 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 a, well, a previous Halloween. It's still pretty great. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it so much. With that. With that exercise coil yes. thing, whatever that was. Where did he find that? I don't even know, but I love that. Um, I also loved, you know, you'll have to see it because it's just funny. All you see is a big belly sticking out of a doorway. See the big belly? Yeah, I saw. And it says, me on Halloween checking to see if my kids are almost home with them Reese's. I'll <laughs> <laughs> get them Reese's. And then I liked this too. If you're having a bad day, this is a good thing to remember for a Monday. Just remember that the airport in Salzburg, Austria, has a counter for people who flew to Austria instead of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know if it's true That's or not. That's incredible. It's really been perpetrated in 
in this. I'd like to think. I would look. I would hope that they would look this up before posting such a thing. (laughs) Great bit, regardless. Right. Um, All right. What about you guys? Uh, This is from some little kid's homework. It said, uh, "Circle the smallest number," and there's a number three and a number ten. And whoever it is, circled the number ten. So we know that's wrong. But then below that, it says, "Tell or show how you know the answer." And let's see what uh, he or she wrote. Is there proof for the answer? It's just a rainbow. It's just a rainbow. They just drew a rainbow. <laughs> oh. I don't think that counts. No, but it's they use different colors. They worked yeah, on yeah, it a little pretty. bit. And this is actually my cousin, uh, Keely, posted this. Uh, her daughter, I guess, helped with the grocery list. And so she, you can see she wrote stuff on the list, and then her daughter added some stuff at the bottom. And it said, which aisle do I go to for the last item? Any guesses what she was trying to write? And so I'll show you. Look at the last thing on the list. Man-eyes? Yes. Oh, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> she wrote oh, man-eyes. <laughs> I think she meant mayonnaise. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, I, I saw a bunch of great stuff this week. I just mentioned um, Tom from the Plain White Tees last night played Hey There, Delilah, and forgot the words, which multiple people have said they've never seen him forget the words. To, has anyone played a song as many times as he's played Hey There, Delilah? And, yeah, it was awesome. It was really funny, <laughs> and, it, and it was a, a beautiful moment, too, because... Everybody helped him. Yeah, because like everybody, everybody knows that everybody there knew that song and yeah. was just like everybody. helped him with the next verse. Zach, one of your one of the guys who like works on the Ludo stuff, like started yelling the lyrics at him. <laughs> to help him. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, and then on the other night, I saw this. This is Ann Mark on Twitter. Do you ever just this happened to me this weekend? I got in trouble, but uh, do you ever just forget to hide your expressions for a minute and then you're like, whoa, I did not mean to make that face out loud. Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> like if you see somebody you don't, you're not thrilled about seeing, you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I may even make an audible. <laughs> well, I texted you guys one of them. I feel like you need to like see it up close. It's a really great Elton John costume. So, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you guys might have seen it over the weekend. I did not. But it's um, it's a kid who's, whose parents clearly made like a piano that's around his waist and his, his feet, his legs uh. are the legs of the piano. And then they have fake legs like Elton John's laying on the piano. Uh, so we'll, we'll put it on Instagram. It's pretty good. That's great. Uh, and then there's a few tweets that I liked. Oh, this... <laughs> I might not read that one. Um, this one is from a guy named Troy, and it's a picture of Dak Prescott, who you know plays football for the Cowboys. And it's it says, and he's got a suit on, and he looks like dapper. And then there's like a bottle of cologne. It says Dak Prescott cologne for those nights when you don't want to score. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and then this is a tweet from Neil Brennan. We might have done this before. I don't know when he tweeted this, but he says, somewhere a white person is planning a costume for tonight that's going to mess up their entire future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the best things we saw over the weekend. They will be at the Courtney Show STL on Facebook and Instagram. Just look at the story. Uh, we got Food Court coming up in just a few minutes, but we're going to go get back to the uh, Rocktober songs. Just two more days, mm-hmm. today and tomorrow. This is a great one. Juice Newton, Angel of the Morning. It's the Courtney Show on The Arch. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Reward yourself and earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. Anybody have anything this weekend that they want to mention? 
highlight. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, you know, I'm going to be doing like commercials and stuff for Honey Baked Ham again this year, and so I picked up. They gave me a bunch of food, I had a, like a, a ham and a honey baked turkey. Got a ham perk, huh? Yes, it was so because I didn't, I never really know, and and so that was really exciting. And so then yesterday we had a cul-de-sac party, uh, hosted by Craig and Kelly, of course, the best Craig and Kelly around. And uh, uh, well, I mean, they hosted a party. It was supposed to be in the cul-de-sac, and then it started raining. They're like, just come on in our house. That's the kind of people they are, and they're up for the challenge. But anyway, I have a party every day. I don't think it's as good, but uh, so, um, but I made those like uh, those sliders. sliders. Love the sliders, and I used the, the, poppy the ham. Seed. Did you use the poppy? Seed? I didn't use the poppy seed. I got the Hawaiian. Oh, well, that's ones. darn good. And I, but I used some of the ham and the turkey, and everybody loved them. It was really good. We ate a ton of uh, that noodle house because there's the one out here by us, but there's the other one right kind of next door to the pageant. So that was your food. I think we had four meals there this weekend. It was great. That sounds good. Yeah. Chris, anything from you? No, I had emos I last night. So. Oh, nice. I went in for Sweetie. the ma- manicotti. How was it? It was fantastic. I still have a tube left at home. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> I only got two tubes. <laughs> I only needed needed one. <laughs> and just to like to let you know, when you get a pasta order, you get some garlic bread with it. Oh, yes. They take care of it. Just part of the deal. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. I like the baked masticcioli. Oh yeah, Nick with got the, with a meatball. Mm. Nick got the uh, he got the cannelloni. He got three tubes. Wow, yeah, he's tubing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, a uh, couple of food stories. You guys see about the? You know, we talked about this uh, lemonade at bread company. That charged oh, the, like, lemonade. Were, oh, we're, heard, we're drinking so much caffeine. Bro, there was a video of a girl that was like, she was all this is early, on <laughs> early on. Well, somebody died, uh, and the family yeah, now you, they don't market very well, right? Yeah, the family now has filed a lawsuit. Was um, it a kid? I don't. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a it looks like a student. Like it. Put it this way, it's not a child child, but it looks like a, oh, 21 years old, a student. Um, Yeah, she had a heart condition and she died. So now Panera is, I'm sorry, Bread Company is now displaying a warning about the caffeinated lemonade. So you can see it. probably a good idea. It seems like it was a little confusing to people. What is it called? Like charged lemonade. Charged. That's not a specific enough term. Yep. Yeah. Awful though, um, and then today is National Candy Corn Day, and according to people, it's not the most hated candy. No, I was gonna say mention this morning. I think I've started to acquire a taste for candy corn. I used to say that I hated it, but I made that um, the peanut the peanuts mm-hmm. I, with the peanuts. I took that yes last night to the cul-de-sac party. And it's, it's it's good. good. If you like a payday, you're gonna like that. Yeah, candy corn and salted peanuts in a big bowl. I, I think it's like I'm seeking out the candy corn pieces. What's your ratio? One cor- one corn per two peanuts. That's probably the best. Yeah, really? you're probably about right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have too many candy corn. You want to have more peanuts than candy and corn. The only candy corn mix I could find had those big pumpkins in it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good. But you just got to go a little heavier on the peanuts yeah. with the big pumpkin, and it works. Um, all right. So according to people, since today is National Candy Corn Day, 
they asked about can- controversial candies. Do you love them? Do you hate them? And number one, the candy that most more people hate than is any that, other candy. Is that circus peanuts? It's stuff? circus peanuts wasn't even mentioned. Good. They, Nobody the, eats that. The, yeah, they didn't even quiz them on circus. They didn't bring it up. Number one is Peeps. And that's oh. not, but that to me is not Halloween it's candy. Not Halloween candy, yeah. Yeah. So Peeps is most hated. 52% of people hate them. Next, Jawbreakers. I like it, those little Jawbreakers. Yeah. The little mini ones. Yeah, I don't hate them. They em. came in the green box. You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, dots. People oh, hate those. I get it. I love dots. Love them. You do? Yeah. 44. Do you like dots or juji fruits? I like juji fruits. I like dots. juji fruit. Yeah. I don't have any problem with the, the other thing you just said. Juji fruits? Juji fruits, yeah. But I really like dots. Dots you like the best. Well, 44% of people hate them. Then spicy candy. Atomic fireballs. That was next. No, thank you. That's a cinnamon thing. And no, then love those. red hots came in next. That's another cinnamon thing. Then candy corn. So candy corn sixth on the list. I do like, it's a real old man thing, uh, the spice drops. I don't even know. Is that Brock's? Uh, it can be. I mean, it's it's just like a... What does it taste like? Like gingerbread? Well, it's all different flavors, but there's cinnamon, there's... Uh, well, what do you... I'm going to show you a picture. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but they're called spice drops. What about those ones? Do you remember the candy that was like... They'd be like a strawberry cellophane over them, and inside they had like, like, like strawberry filling in oh, them. Oh, so good! Yeah, remember the, those? Yeah, they don't have a name. No, they're what just are out they? There. I don't know, but they're so good. Those guys. Oh yes, yes, yes. But they're all like, like some are licorice, some are mint flavor. They, they feel like I don't oh, like. Um, they feel like more licorice tasting. There's stuff. well, there's a licorice one, but there's like a. I don't know. They're all the different, like, spice flavors. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon, there's cinnamon. Gumdrops? Yeah, they're gumdrops, yeah. but they're the spicy ones. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, jelly beans are all are next on the list for hated. Then Almond Joy, Lemon Heads, Tootsie Rolls, Nickel Nip Wax Bottles. It's not a good name. It's not good. <laughs> My kids, when we were at uh, Waldrug, they had those... Those, like, those wax. Yeah. But, and they all wanted them. I'm like, fine, but you're not going to like them. And they didn't like them. They're gross. <laughs> they look like they'll be fantastic. Yeah, but But it's... they're not. <sighs> like, what is that? I was trying to talk them into, and I think you'd be on board with this, the little gummy Coca-Colas. Oh, yeah. Those like, are it's good. Like gummy co- it looks like a little Coke uh-huh. bottle. Those are delicious. Those and they're like, good. we're not into this. I'm like, you're making a bad choice. <laughs> Next hated on the list is Smarties. Then Mentos, then Cadbury cream eggs. I hate Cadbury. I don't I like agree. those at all. I like totally one. agree. Then Double Bubble, Laffy Taffy. I love a Laffy Taffy. Me too. And Double Bubble. Bitto Honey. That's an old person. Yeah. I, nice. I, I do like a bit of Honey. And then Brock's Mellow Cream Pumpkins. I don't know what those are. Oh, I think those are just the, similar to candy corn. The, the, they're pumpkins. Oh, the ones that he added to his candy corn. Stash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Possibly. I think that's what it is. Yep, that's what it is. This is what I got had, had them mixed in. I didn't know that had a specific name. I didn't either. They taste the same as candy corn. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Just a different, just a different look. Um, and then finally, you know the wine brand 19 Crimes? No. Mm-mm. Well, it's a wine brand. They just revealed a stunt where they aged wine. They're calling it the first haunted wine because they aged it 
in a coffin. Ooh. So, oh. So we don't know anything about the coffin. They just say it was buried amongst the dead in Tower Hamlet's Cemetery. And they let people taste it during a special event that they had in uh, UK this weekend. They haven't said if they're going to offer it for sale or not, but um, it's the first haunted wine. I don't think it's really that haunted. Just oh, st- just, it's just a stunt, people. I mean, not a bad just idea. brew it at like the Limp Brewery. Oh, yeah. That's haunted. Anything came down to there is going to be haunted, too. Or McPike. Don't forget about McPike, What's the mansion McPike? in Alton, Illinois. Oh, oh gotcha. I spent the night there, people. And oh, I lived right. to tell about Did it. Did you see any really tall ghosts? No, there were no. There was the Wadlow was not haunting McPike Mansion. If you saw He's out there ghost. somewhere. All right, that <laughs> is your food court. It's brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. You can do it. I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? <laughs> Throwback live. All right, a real big ticket this week for Throwback Live. Brando, you'll be playing for Tanya from Jennings. Chris has Kim from Mo Fallon, and I'll be playing for Amanda from the Central West End. And all week long, we have a pair of tickets for you to see the story of the queen of rock and roll, Tina, the Tina Turner musical at the Fabulous Fox from the 14th through the 26th of November. Throwback Live is brought to you by the Madison County Fireman's Bingo Hall with a chance to win $25,000 in their... Crazy eight raffle. Hey guys. Hello, Hello, Afton. How's it going? Good. You ready for It's really chilly out, isn't it? It is. Man. It's going to be cold for Halloween. Sure is. Oh, yeah. boy. Better it's bundle Good up. and bad. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. We'll see how it goes. I'll mm-hmm. let you guys know. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Marty's going to play throwback clips for you, and you guys are going to ring in for your listeners with these sounds Courtney, Chris, and Brando. <laughs> Question one Name this advertiser. Hey there, folks. It's me, the extra crispy colonel. <laughs> Courtney. It's uh, KFC. KFC is correct. Oh, that's when they had all those different kernels. Oh, the different uh-huh. kernels. I was thinking of popcorn. I forgot about that whole I liked uh, ad, ad campaign. Yeah, I thought that was good. Question two. Name this 1993 movie. It was the first day of summer vacation. You guys know anything about a party here tonight? Chris. Uh, Days and Confused? Days and Confused. Nice. Correct. Okay. From me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kids know anything about a party. <laughs> Question three, which 60s TV show used this oh, theme no. song? <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> I Dream of Jeannie. That's correct. <laughs> One note. Yeah, no kidding. I think I only knew two, so it was either going to be that or Bewitched. <laughs> no and they what. are a little close. Uh-huh. It could get a little confusing. Question four, name this extremely sped up song title or artist. <laughs> yeah. Steve Miller Band. That's correct. <laughs> Only a dog heard that whistle. Okay, so we have two points, Courtney, one point each for Chris and Brando. Question five, name this 1993 movie. Courtney. 83, I think, actually. Oh, sorry. I I typed it wrong. I was going to take the fall, Marty. Um, (laughs) It's either 93 or 83. Okay, it's, uh, it's, um, it's, uh, the McKenzie brothers? <laughs> no. You gave more beer. Brando. I'll get you get think you get the assist. Okay. Strange brew. Strange yeah, brew is correct. No way. He's supposed to roar. Maybe maybe I ought to crank his tail, eh? That'd start him up. Sounds like eighty three. 
Yeah, 83. Yeah, it's 83. <laughs> okay. Uh, another tiebreaker between Courtney and Brando. Question six, name this advertiser. <laughs> that was invigorating. <laughs> You're probably wondering why I just carved a giant wooden tiger. Well, the answer is that a real one would maul me. I've crafted Dr. Whiskers here as a visual aid to show you that should you visit the lot, associates will not pounce like tigers. Courtney. Um, uh, I don't know. Okay. Did, did you say it's a local advertiser or no, just advertiser? No, just an advertiser. <laughs> that was invigorating. <laughs> You're probably wondering why I just carved a giant wooden tiger. Well, the answer is that a real one would maul me. I've crafted Dr. Whiskers here as a visual aid to show you that should you visit the lot, associates will not pounce like tigers. Yeah. Um, Do you know it, Chris? I mean, ish. Is it? Uh, it's not the right syllables. Say enterprise. That's no. right. Is it Carvana? Close. It's Carmax. Uh, I've crafted Dr. I was like, what's a two-syllable national car I couldn't think chain? of one. Yeah. I couldn't uh, think of one. Okay, let's do another tiebreaker. All right. <sighs> um, who is Oprah interviewing here? So... Did, yeah. did did Bobby know you were doing that interview? Oh. Courtney. Whitney Houston. That's correct. Um, no. 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 But I'm sure I'll be getting a call. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's another Landrum win. Hey, way to go. The Courtney Show. Well, the best costumes that I have seen recently on online uh, and in person, Saturday night I went to uh, Eckert's, to that cider shed. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool venue. It's like I'd it's, like to see it. It's yeah, a I've pavilion. It's, awesome. it's really, really nice. How, how cl- like, is it? It's enclosed. I'm staring, looking right at, like, the grocery store thing. Is it to the, the to the right? Like, I don't know. We went in through a different street and parked behind, yeah. so I'm not a, I'm not exactly I've sure. I've driven past this, but I was like, I don't remember yeah. seeing a venue. Um, but there was a, a girl there that had on, uh, and she, she recognized me and said hello. She had on a It's Raining Men costume, so she had... An umbrella, and then down from the umbrella were all these famous actors <laughs> surrounding it like raindrops. Mm-hmm. I thought that funny. was pretty good. Um, and then somebody posted on our on the GTG. Somebody dressed up like the surprise surprise lady. Oh yeah, I saw. I saw. <laughs> that is a good one. And then a friend of mine last weekend dressed up for a Halloween party. Uh, her, she and her husband dressed up like um, Kingpin. And, like, she was dressed up like Kingpin, and he was dressed up like, I think, Bill Murray. Oh, that's that was a It was a really, really good costume. I saw one I liked, and it stings even more because I missed Days of Confused and Throwback Live there. But it was, uh, like, a group of girls were dressed as the seniors, the, the girls in Days of Confused. Remember when they haze all the freshmen? Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing, like, the same T-shirt that says seniors on the front, like, jean shorts and whatever. But, like, as a group costume going out. I was like, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. If you're going out. My niece has sent me pictures of their Halloween costumes because this is when, you know, when you're in college. Oh, yeah, I go for it. What were they? Oh, Charlie was, she sent me a picture. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. It was, uh, what did I say it was? It's, well, it's Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes. what they're supposed to be. But, they, but that's not who they are. They were just... <laughs> they're just wearing dresses. They just have, like, little outfits on to look cute like this. 
Yeah. I that's mean, a, that's a real stretch. Yeah. I mean, they're great. They, they look great. <laughs> but I did send them, send her a real old person text back. I'm like, if I had those bods, I'd be, I'd wear the same thing. I'm a hundred. I just read what I wrote. Bods. <laughs> and then it looks like Sydney went as a mermaid and again, scantily clad. They're really, you know, right now is the time. That life. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the time for that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I saw this and I wanted to bring it up to you guys um, because my sister famously has had the same pillow since she was a, a young girl. All right. Okay. It's like a feather pillow and she just, I mean, it's tied together with string mm-hmm. and she puts it in a pillowcase. As you can imagine, the pillow itself does not look good. Oh, I get this, but I don't even want to see it. Yes. So there's this whole ongoing debate about yellow pillows on social media. Like, uh, it started when a guy said, my girlfriend's mad at me because I've revealed to her the yellow pillow. (laughs) Another guy said, part of being a man is using the same pillow since the age of 10 and never washing it. Yeah. Others said, I got rid of my yellow pillows maybe a year ago and I legit haven't rested comfortably since. (laughs) So it's this whole thing about gross things that people bring into a relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. And, you know, the yellow pillow is... If you have a clean pillowcase, why does it matter? Yeah, I agree. I don't know. There's something Is about there it. Is there something bad about it? Something. It's so close to you. <laughs> but I mean... I hold on to pillows probably longer than I should, but... They say that uh, you can... Because the yellow pillows are really just sweat, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and it, they discolor through the years. And if you sweat a lot when you sleep, that's just who you are. You're just... You're just staining stuff. Mattresses and pillows and... Is there anything gross you brought into a relationship that you hid? Because I, I used to have a cover. I called it Cubby. And it was just piece, it was a piece of a blanket. I lost it years, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. But I would have taken that into every relationship had I still had old Cubby. Mm-hmm. Cubby used to have like silk, like silk on the edges. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And so I loved this. And then it just became like a piece yeah. of a blanket. And I lost it many, many years ago. I'm sure it was thrown oh, out in the trash. That's so sad. But I would have taken that into every relationship because it was my security blanket. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that that you had to reveal? Like, hey, this is coming with me. I mean, just like underwear and socks that you think are fine, and then eventually you're told this is but that's these not, need to go away. Yeah, but that's like, not what? that's not something you've had your whole life. No, no. Something I, I like like that involves going to sleep. It could be anything. Oh, I mean. Oh yeah, I you have collections. Yeah, I was gonna collections. say like I have everything. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid to wear a sleep mask. Oh, you wear a sleep mask? Yeah. You which is always a. You didn't thing. reveal that right away though. No. No. <laughs> God, I'd be terrible to date now. I have a snore machine. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Who wants to back be then? With you'd that have been, guy. You'd have been great to date, but now. <laughs> ever since that snore machine. Yeah. I was, I was a catch. Yeah, you're not the catch. We make fun, but we don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I've seen the pictures. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about some of the things that you have that uh, you have to either live with or that you had to break the news. Like you, you finally said, by the way, I have this that I sleep with every night. Uh, you can text us uh, at 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Brando's, Brando's. Brando's, Brando's stories for you on this Monday. So researchers in England 
found that when you know something is grammatically wrong, your body reacts by kicking into stress mode. So when you hear someone speak improper grammar or like you know, bring me out or something. Bring me the Marisas. Yes. It's, <laughs> it, it angers you. Like it actually, it's not just a snobby response. Like it stresses people out. They measured uh, people's heart rates. Uh, so they looked at something called heart rate variability. So I guess when we're relaxed, our heart rate varies a little bit, but it's perfectly natural. There's no big deal. But when something stresses us out, uh, stresses us out that goes away. Our heart beats faster and the time between beats is very consistent. So it's like you're really focused and you're angry and your heart's just like pounding away. Uh, the study found that bad grammar can cause that to happen. And that's similar to like a perceived threat. So like someone throwing an ain't into a conversation versus being chased by a bear. Well, I don't know if it's the exact same, but I don't know. They say it's like really stresses people out. I mean, it can't compare to, I don't know. Especially, I, you must get used to the grammar. I mean... Haven't you seen people kind of lose it a little bit on uh, online, yeah. you know, where they feel like they have to correct people yes. in their grammar? I just like it when they're saying something that I don't agree with, and then they say it in a way that's grammatically incorrect. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, this is a real easy way to snipe yes, that. Yes, it is true. <laughs> uh, Urban Outfitters is now selling refurbished uh, iPods. They're calling them vintage their fourth generation, there's a fourth generation iPod, so this is the one from 2004, and they describe it as a, quote, genuine piece of vintage retro tech and the perfect blend of new millennium design with modern features. How much are, these, are they selling these? They're for? selling them for a bunch of money. $350. $350 they're, a piece. They're used. Yes, it's a refurbished huh. old iPod. This is the style with the dial on it, mm-hmm. you know, where you had to turn the dial or whatever one to of make those. them. I never had one. I never got one of those. My first iPod was the Touch. Or no. Yeah, I think it was. I never had one before. It took you so long. I just, no money. Mm. <laughs> really how that works. But they say you can actually buy one identical for like $35 on eBay. Oh, really? Yeah, but Urban Outfitters, of course, is selling them for a bunch. They're doing, they're selling the uh, iPod minis also, the original from 2004. Oh, yeah. They're selling that for like $200. And it's working. They're sold out right now. They don't have any of them in stock. But again, you can go online and find them. Because everybody, I mean, I've... Nick we Nick has one. Like, how much dead technology do you have at home? Like lots of CDs. I have lots and lots of CDs. The problem is the Apple products end up not working well. So, like, if you, right. just, if you just bought something off of eBay, like, all of my old iPods and phones and stuff, they don't... They don't work very well. No, I tried to keep my iPod Touch for, like, the kids to use, and it just, it it worked for a while, but then eventually it was like, something's not right with it. But I wonder about those old iPods that are literally just the player. There's nothing else going on. You're not putting apps on it, like the dial ones. There's and no you, updating that software. It's just and it you is would what have to is. have the the headphone cord. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're not. Not gonna be wireless. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't know. But if you like to look retro, you can for a bunch of money. Urban Outfitters has them. They say you should be washing your hair with beer. Not everybody says this, by the way. Uh, there was a there was a uh, product back in the day called Body on Tap. Oh, really? It was shampoo with beer in it. Well, they were ahead of the curve. So the claim is that malt, hops, and iron 
in beer, make your hair softer, shinier, and healthier overall. Yeah, this is an old thing. But there's another site. So this healthline.com, they said, look, there's no scientific evidence to back it up. A writer for Thrillist tried it and said it did make a difference. Uh, but some experts on the other side then say, actually, you could be damaging your hair because there's alcohol in beer, and that can strip away your natural oils, which mm. is sort of neat. So and there's another person's like, well, you could use non-alcoholic beer, and so it doesn't have the alcohol in there that would strip your hair. I don't know. Kim Basinger was in the ad back in the day. Oh, really? For Body on Tap. So one way to do it, they say, is you open a beer and you let it go flat because you don't want carbon dioxide and the bubbles into your hair. So use flat beer, wash and condition your hair like normal, and then pour beer onto your head, massage it into your scalp, leave it in there for a few minutes. They say anywhere between like three to 15 minutes and then rinse it out. That's one way to do it. There's another stylist that's like, no, 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 no. Here's how you do it. You put it, put flat beer in a spray bottle and then you just spray it into your hair and you use it like a leave-in conditioner. But there's a problem with that. You're going to smell like You're gonna beer. You're going to smell like the floor of a tavern. Yeah, that's not good. I don't think that's a great idea either. Let's bring Body on Tap back. That sounds yeah, sounds great. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. Um, today is National Text Your Ex Day. No, don't do that. It's like a bad idea. Yeah. So if you get a weird text, though, today, maybe that's why. Mm. Maybe your ex is reaching out and you just delete it. And this is in Evanston, Illinois. They're opening a DMV that is only for senior citizens. So it's really, yeah, they came up with a p- couple different programs. It's because uh, I don't think you can just go to the DMV anymore in Illinois. Well, I don't I think it doesn't to, sound like it. So, no, I think in Illinois you have to have an appointment. They're trying to stop the lines, really? and you're there all day. So, now you set up an appointment and you go at your appointment time. It doesn't Good say idea. that you cannot walk in, but it, maybe that's the case. But I think the skip the line program that they're start, they've started in Illinois is encouraging you uh-huh. to, it's like the Apple Store. You know, mm-hmm. schedule a time to go in instead of, you know, all these people waiting in line. They said since they started the Skip the Line program, uh, which is what we talk about where you schedule it, uh, they have had more than 165,000 customers by appointment, according to this uh, statement. Oh, and about. I bet that they're probably doing this for elderly people because they're not gonna they go don't online. know how to go online and schedule the thing. Yes. It's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So for these, but you have to be of a certain age. I think Instead it's 70 and older. Instead of having to wait there all day, I'd rather have an appointment. Wouldn't you guys? Yeah. And then you just know that, oh, yes. I got to be there at 245. Yes. And if I get there, maybe I have to wait a couple minutes, but it's, you know, like a hair appointment or something like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You don't show up and wait in line to get your haircut. I no. think it's a good idea. Do it. Anyway, that's your rando. Randos, randos. We got a soft Rocktober song of the day. Anybody want to tee it up or you want me to take it? Take it. Poco. Great song. Crazy love. Soft Rocktober. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. I'm Timmy and these are the numbers. They did a big old survey uh, finding out what professions are most likely to cheat at work on a significant other. Uh, doctors and nurses. Lawyers. Healthcare came in at number three. Yeah. Um, Thank God Alex is out of the hospital. Saved our marriage. <laughs> Healthcare came in at number three. Teachers. Oh, yeah. Teachers are number two. Really? Yes. Did you hear there's another teacher 
at that school, the OnlyFans. The same school? Yes. Who's trying to get on that? She's in trouble now, and they were in a video together. Since she got it, since the other one became famous, they were she, in a video together? Yeah. I mean, she's going to be here probably later this week yeah. on the oh, yeah. GMA. Oh, yeah. She's a guest. Yeah, well, they'll be fi- There's two shows that'll be fighting over her. <laughs> yeah. Anything pornographic, those shows are like, we need it. McKernan's going to get her, I promise. Uh, no, I didn't know that. That's very yes. interesting. Yeah. Te- teachers, not that that is a cheating thing, but yeah, teachers, number two. Uh, number one, sales. Well, oh, because they're out. Yeah, and if you're if you're that, that's a I'm, if you're good at sales, you're good at selling yourself. Uh, number four, transport and logistics. Number five, hospitality and event management. Number six, engineering and manufacturing. Seven, property and construction. Engineering, accountants, banking and finance at number eight. It number nine, armed forces at ten. Sounds like sounds like these are all jobs that they're going to a place of employment. You know, yeah, like they're getting out of the they're getting out of the home. That's for sure. Yes, I'm gonna it, let my friend Nathan know that he, as an engineer, he's at he's at risk to cheat. Yeah, you gotta be careful. There's uh, like no women in his office. And they asked people who were uh, participating in 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 such dalliances. Twenty five percent of them said that it happened Ooh. at the workplace. Twenty one percent said it happened during work events. Twenty one said it happened digitally uh, through calls, texting, social media. Seventeen said it went down outside of work, and fourteen. Percent said they took advantage of work trips on the road with those coworkers. So hospitality would also be like bartenders. Yeah, that's at at number five. Boy, they would think that'd even be higher on the list. Yeah, it's a lot of shenanigans going on. There's nothing more attractive when you're young than a bartender. Yeah, like even if they're not that great, they look better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You can get away with some stuff as a bartender. Uh Professions least likely to cheat. Number one, science and pharmaceuticals. Nerds. Nerds. (laughs) Number two, business consulting management. Uh, Three is law enforcement and security. Four, creative arts and design. Number five, media and internet. That's us, guys. Yeah, we are. Nobody wants us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Number six, law and legal. Seven, environment and agricultural. Eight is marketing, advertising, and PR. Number nine, law and legal. I mean, you guys watch that Suits. I feel like there's probably some stuff going on, huh? Oh, there's stuff going on. Yeah, but it wasn't over the top. I mean, Harvey had no problem, but he was single. Yeah, he can do what he wants. He was Mm, not a cheater. Stand-up guy. Harvey was not a cheater. No, he actually... Hated, hated cheating. Cheat, hated people his mom that cheated. Cheated on his wife, or his mom cheated on his dad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, uh, so many Americans nowadays are debt free. They asked a whole bunch of people what they would give up to be totally debt free. Any debt you're in, I could just wipe it completely away. Would you God. give up your car for a year? Oh, yes. No. To have, yeah, no debt. Like, my house would be paid off? Like, no debt. I don't think that's yeah. debt. That'd be awesome. You don't think that's debt? I don't. That feels like debt. I don't own that house. What do you think is debt? I think your house is not debt. Do you it's think that's debt? It is, but... It's like good debt, because it's... It is. It's not depreciating. Yeah, like but it's also it also like depends on your interest rate and all that stuff, but it is debt. It's a good interest rate. Yeah, what's your interest rate, man? Is it good? Pretty low. Uh, would you give up your phone? Oh, sorry, 30% said they would give up their car to be debt-free. Yeah. Uh, 22% said they would give up their phone 
to be debt free. I'd give up yeah. my phone for nothing. Yeah. If I could. Give me your phone. Nobody, nobody wants your phone. Anymore. I know, they don't. You're right. In the wrong room. Hey, it's here. a new phone, a newer phone. Uh, would you They've give come up? out with seven since you came out with that. When you, since you got that one, probably. I don't even Pop know. Pop those galaxies out left I don't and even right. know what number it is. Would you give up your pet for a year? Man, I'd have to think really hard about that. No, no, no way. No way. 12% would do it. Uh, you know, all you do is give up one cat. Would you give up relations for a year? Yes. Not having a yeah. 56% of people said, yeah, no problem. Uh, would you give up alcohol for two years? Oh, yeah. No debt? I would do that. 73% said, yeah, Mm-mm. no problem. Uh, would you not travel? You would stay in the St. Louis area. That's pretty easy for me to. For two years. Just tie on to no. that. No. I couldn't do that. No planes? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, 70% said, yeah, that they would stay home. No streaming services for two no. years. I mean, it'd be tough. I yeah, would, but I could get all the cable. I could just go back to like the way it was. Yeah, there'd be something we'd all be talking about, and you'd be you'd have a hard time with it. Fifty nine. That happens every yes. day. <laughs> if I said that you could be completely debt free for the rest of your life, would you give up Amazon for the rest of your life? Absolutely, oh, for the yeah. rest of my life. I mean, that's the one causing all the debt. Yeah, I yeah, I could. Forty two percent said yeah. Although it is nice. Social media for the rest of your life. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Thirty eight percent said absolutely. I would love to. N- to be disconnected from social media. Yeah. I got only 38% sign on for that. But what was it, like 75% were like, yeah, I won't drink alcohol for two years. I mean, that makes sense to me. People are just as addicted. Yes. Uh, And then finally, if I told you you could be debt-free for the rest of your life, would you work 365 days in a row without a single day off? No. And I would be debt-free. Yeah. 365? Never. I could do it. Christmas? You might not be alive at the end of that. It would change you forever. Ah. It would change you forever. Nobody wants that. I think it's terrible. We like you just the way you are. You are. I can't talk. (laughs) Recording show. That was the numbers, and my name's Tim. (laughs) It's a Monday. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, Joe Kilgallen is at Westport and Barry Lamanek is at Streets of St. Charles. Get those tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. New Kids on the Block are coming back to town next summer. They're going to play the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater Saturday, June 22nd. And they're bringing some friends along. Paula Abdul mm. and DJ Jazzy Jeff. I would go just to see Paula. That's what I was thinking. Great. Thought you might be in for this just to see Paula. Straight up. Thing. Straight up. Isn't That's she funny. off her rocker a bit these days? I don't know. I follow her on Instagram and she's still got the moves. Is that right? Yeah, and even better. She looks she's great. a little crazy up She there. looks great. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, those tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. If you want to check them out. Adele stopped her Vegas show on Saturday night to pay tribute to the late Matthew Perry. She actually never met him. Said she never actually met him. She's a big fan. Uh, and fans have been leaving flowers outside of the Friends apartment in Manhattan's West Village. It's just where they shot exteriors stuff. But, you know, if you saw it, it would be iconic uh, enough to see. Uh, Charlie Puth, he's saying, I'll be there for you for him at his show over the weekend. Uh, but that's not what Matthew hopes to be remembered for. The best thing about me, bar none, is if somebody comes up to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. That's the best thing. And I've said this for a long time. When I die, 
I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned. And I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that. He was found uh, on Saturday uh, in a hot tub at his home. Uh, and did you see the his last post, he was post on Instagram? He was doing that bat signal thing for like the like the last six posts that he made. It was sad. He, I don't know. It was like he was calling himself the Mat Man. Well, and like the the moon in the background, like it was the, through the clouds, and it kind of was looking a little Batman symbol-y, I think was what he was going for. But he was in he was in that hot tub. So yes, I put that picture up on the blog because a lot of people are talking about it. But yeah, he's only fifty four. Just, but you know, we don't know what happened. They're they're saying possibly heart cardiac arrest and. You know, going through a medical emergency like that and being in water, that that could happen. You know, add to it. So he may have technically drowned, but the you know heart attack probably tripped it up. So we'll see. Yeah. Taylor Swift is now a billionaire thanks to Nikki. Well, no, her partially, heiress, <laughs> partially, her heiress tour, heiress tour in general helped push her over the line. Uh, that and the success of the movie based on the performances on the tour so it kind of feeds into itself so she kicks off the international leg of the tour next week in, in Argentina so Nikki's probably going to go to one of these shows overseas right yeah yeah Aren't I they mean, easier to get tickets or they're cheaper or something I don't know exactly but I think we're gonna try to go I think we're gonna go in Australia oh, oh yeah. that would be fun her favorite thing and your favorite thing <laughs> combine them together uh-huh. you're gonna yeah. meet up with your your Australian bros yeah, yeah. Maybe take them to a show or two. When's the last time you saw... Oh, no, I guess you did the the bike ride thing. I did the bike ride thing about a year ago, and then... They used to cut... One of them used to come into town on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I saw... Yeah, I saw Andy and his lady about less than a year ago in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And then Jack was just here... Was that a year ago? Was that this summer? Well, it was a year ago. Oh, man. When he was at our broadcast, that was... That was a year ago. Okay. Was that only a year ago? A year ago in summer, so like, you know, 16 months ago or whatever. Seems like forever ago. I know. God, (laughs) it's all depressing. He needs to come back. He was very fun. Yeah, he's the best. enjoyed him. Uh, Plus 1989's Taylor's... 1989 Taylor's version that just came out that's doing well so that's obviously helping out her billionaire status that just broke some Spotify record that was previously held by somebody named Taylor Swift for a different album called Midnight's uh, she joins other entertainer billionaires do we know them there's three Rihanna Rihanna yep is uh, Jay Z Jay Z Kanye not Kanye Paul McCartney somebody might have said it Elton John nope Beyonce Beyonce those are the three. Magic Johnson is now a billionaire, too. So he's the fourth professional athlete to reach billionaire status. So who do you... Who, any Jordan, guesses on Jordan. The, Jordan's number one. Tiger. Tiger. Tiger, number two. Uh, is it a soccer player? No. So, Jordan, S- Tiger, Magic. And there's one more? Yes, one more. Is he American? He's American. He's a he. Le- LeBron? LeBron. Oh, yeah. The Snow White reboot might be using dwarves after all. So you might remember when Disney first announced the remake, Peter Dinklage complained and he said, look, the whole story's depiction of little people was backwards. 
And people are like, yeah, he's right. You know, we shouldn't be doing this anymore. And then over the summer, there was an image from the set emerged that showed Snow White with like a racially diverse group of friends. And one of them, one of them was a little person. But then that people that made people mad because then there were like actual little people that are like, hey, Peter, shut up. These are jobs. We're missing out on work. Yeah, this all is the of one story where there's seven like, gigs. We knew we were going to get a job here, and now they're not going to hire anybody. So now Disney may be reversing. There's a photo out now that shows Snow White with more traditional-looking dwarves, but they're CGI. So I, I don't know. The movie won't be out until March of 2025. I think they've pushed it back. So because maybe they'll. This? Oh, no, I think just because of everything is oh. getting you know delayed. So we'll see. Maybe they'll figure out some sort of compromise. Heidi Klum hasn't unveiled this year's costume yet, but she did post a picture of her laying naked on a couch. So there's that. She said, just said like the calm before the storm. Yeah, what did Nikki post over the weekend? It really made me laugh. It was a picture of her like the one time a year Heidi Klum makes herself ugly. <laughs> oh, she's... That's <laughs> really funny. Uh, Kiki Palmer's costume was pretty great. You can see a little video she shot with her little boy. So she went as the bride of Frankenstein, and then her son was dressed as Dr. Frankenstein. So they're... It's really cute. cute together. He looks really fun. Funny. Uh, Kendall Jenner was Marilyn Monroe, like a anorexic version of Marilyn Monroe. Because uh, Marilyn was not... But with pointy skinny. boobs. With, you know, yeah. those bras that were so pointy. Yeah. It's all about the pointy boobs back in the day. Kate Beckinsale was uh, Barbarella. So uh, Jane Fonda's character from the movie. I didn't think, I mean, she looks great and everything, but I don't remember that, the, the outfit that either. she's in. I'm like, I, I, I don't saw think that I, movie. I don't, I don't think remember. I've ever seen that movie. I've seen it. It's interesting. Metal goddess Dora Pesh just released her cover of Total Eclipse of the Heart. Anyone? Metal go- goddess Dora Pesh? No, I had to ask you this morning when I posted I like, I this that song. Anyway, she's singing with Rob Halford. You can hear it on the what blog. What band is she in? I don't know. I don't know either. I thought <laughs> I was the only one that didn't know who it was. I've never heard of this woman. Uh, Brandon Flowers from The Killers joined Ed Sheeran on stage, and they performed Mr. Brightside together. Nice. You can hear that on the blog today. What, oh, what was he dressed as? He was dressed like Chucky. Chucky. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran was. was. Oh, okay. That's pretty Not Brandon Flowers. On brand for him. Uh, also on the blog today, you can check out the 20 biggest Halloween songs to land on the Hot uh, 100 chart On that's on the blog today. I They're not even Halloween. They're not even no. all Halloween songs. This is I, I hate it when they take a song that just has the word death in it. And they're or like, that's devil. a Halloween song. Or de- like Devil Inside is on the list. Yeah. Like, mm. I guess. But like number one on their list is Monster Mash, which I would totally agree. That is a Halloween song. That and is a Halloween like, song. Like, where's Thriller? I don't even think Thriller th- wasn't, wasn't even, even on, on the, the list. list. What? There's 20 songs. Thriller is not on the list. Uh, Italian Werewolf in St. Louis. <laughs> that is Not yet. Next seven. year. Uh, okay. You got to wait a year. Thank you got to get some chart That's action fair. going there. But, like, Post Malone's song Psycho is number three. No. What? That's... But, like, Ghostbusters is on there. Ghostbusters is number two. Edgar Winter's uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, that's number four. They're not singing at all about Frank. That's just an instrumental, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. That's It's just a name that he where's, slapped on Where's it. Rockwell? Rockwell, number seven. All right. Dragula? On not on the list. Mm-hmm. I would agree. That's If you're putting these other dumb songs on, I mean, some of the ones farther down, Kodak Black has a song on here called Super Gremlin. Gremlin. Uh, Cliff Richard, Devil Woman. Devil Woman. Uh, CCR's Bad Moon Rising. I mean, I guess. Oh, where's Werewolf in London? Or Werewolf, what is it? 
Werewolves well, of London. Werewolves of no, London. that's not on the list. Now that seems Cher, Dark Lady. <laughs> I don't know how that one goes. I don't know that one either. <laughs> Roy Orbison, Running Scared. Come on. No thriller, though. Terrible. How is thriller not on there? I don't even understand. And if you're talking about, like, chart success, because you could say, like, look, these all had to be successful songs. Well, then thriller should be number one. Yeah. And all this other stuff should be playing for sex. Thriller is played so much this time of year. Yeah. Especially the Vincent Price thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's got its own little yeah. Halloween vibe to uh-huh. it. Bad list. It's on the blog if you want to spit on it. On TV tonight, game three of the World Series. That's a uh, uh, series is tied one game one game apiece. Boy, the Rangers uh, took came out in a nice start at the beginning, but the Diamondbacks just blew them out in the second game. Like, holy smokes. They could be up to nothing at this point. Yes. So we'll have to see what happens. That game is tonight, 7 o'clock on Fox, and then The Voice going on tonight, 7 o'clock on NBC. We've got part four of the battle rounds. We've got tickets to give to you for that show, that new kids on the block, Paula Abdul and uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. You can have a pair if you'd like uh, to have them. Just call us. Be calling number 10, 314-954-1065 or 618-398-1065. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Here's Mr. Big. It's the Courtney Show on the Arc. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Catherine Williamson. She picked up a pair of tickets to see NKOTB when they come to town next summer at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater along with Paula Abdul and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. So uh, congrats to Catherine, and I'm sure we'll get when we get closer to the show. It's not almost a year away. We'll have more tickets to give away. Let's do it. Sporty sports. Sports time. Blues are three, three and one. Good for sixth in the central. It's pretty exciting stuff. They got blown out over the weekend by the Canucks. Final score was five to zero. Bennington stopped thirty shots. It's pretty good, but... Five to zero. That's not... It's pretty ugly. You don't like to see that. Uh, Blues, however, were playing back-to-back games. Yeah. It's only the beginning of the season. What do we think? Any projections I need to know about for this this NHL season? I mean... Are are we supposed to do well? I don't know. No. (laughs) I mean, we just blew up that team team last year. I mean, I think going into the season, it was a question of... Are we rebuilding or are we retooling? And I think they like to say they were retooling, which means, you know, well, making some changes, but we still have a good team. Rebuilding, obviously, is blowing it up. So they they were kind of angling that it was not a an explosion, but it sure felt like it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Those names. Yeah. It definitely did. Uh, bad news, good news, bad news. St. Louis City lost a brutal 4-1 to game in a cold, rainy night in St. Louis. Good news is it's the best of three series. They play next week in Kansas City, um, Sunday the 5th. That's that's a big gap. Yeah, why do you think they need such a long time off in the old soccer land? Their feet. Their feet feet hurt. That was a bummer when I got up this morning. Anybody watch any of that game? Yeah, I watched watched some of it. It stunk. It was a real stinker. Stinky. Uh, Mizzou had a bye over the weekend. They have a big one against Georgia next weekend. I Number cannot one, Georgia. Wait. Here's yeah. my prediction. They win, and then they lose one of the following two weekends. Like against an easier team? That's what I think Mizzou will do. They've got some tough games coming up, too. I think they've got Tennessee coming up and Florida after that. So Mizzou's not going to win all those games. But, man, if they could beat Georgia. I think they're going to beat Georgia. 
calling. Based on what evidence? Are you just your heart? Well, last year they got special teams. It was a close game last year, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, very close. Mizzou was leading in the fourth, I believe, and then ended up losing by not too much. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes a team just has another team's number. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe Drinkwitz like, has something figured out about Georgia. And the team this year is better than the team last year. And Georgia isn't as good. Georgia's quarterback is out, although their backup guy looked great this mm. weekend. He looked really, really good. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's possible. They're gonna win. I know numbers. We got the, <laughs> we got their numbers. We got the right numbers. Yep. Illinois was also off. They play Minnesota next weekend in racing. The Mexico Grand Prix was over the weekend for F1. Mexican driver Sergio Perez, one of my faves. He um, he was looking pretty good all weekend. He's got the best car. You know, he and Max have a Red Bull that's the best car. And within seven seconds into the race, he crashed into Sean Leclerc, oh, Charles Leclerc, and he uh, he was out of the race. Uh, and, like, Mexican fans are crazy about him. It, like, ruined. Like, so many people, so many people just left. They canceled Taco Tuesday this week, I heard. <laughs> They're just like, who nope. won? Well, who won? Max and Oh, my gosh. Who won? Come he's, on. He's Courtney. won almost everything this season. He's breaking records. That's crazy. What That's happens crazy. when he Has loses? Has it ever happened is it, where is somebody it, won this much? No, nobody's ever won this many. There, there's never been this many races in one season. And one even got canceled. The One of the Italian Grand Prix got canceled because of rain, heavy rain. But... Yeah, nobody's ever done this. Nobody scored as many points as he has. Nobody's been this far ahead. He's got the best car, and he is probably the best driver. So it's it's like, kind of a if he loses thing. though, is it because he had an off day like so far this year, or is it because he hit something? Like, does, has anybody just been better than him in a race this year? No, not really. I think one of the races that he didn't win. There's like always a reason. There is a little bit of it's a reason. It's not just like, you know, Sergio, man, he's he beat me today. Yeah, no, it's it's very difficult to beat him this season. I think I think he's only lost tw- three times and two of them were to his teammate and one was to I think Carlos Sainz. So yeah, it's it's um it's a crazy season. Hmm. But it's it, a lot of people say it's a little bit boring, but you if you just take Max out of it and you're like, "Oh, who's going to get second?" That's kind of exciting. (laughs) (laughs) And then in baseball, as Brando mentioned, Texas v. Arizona. It's tied up. They play tonight on Fox. Scherzer getting the rock. Go, Max. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel about Scherzer? I I mean, I think he's got a little of that playoff curse kicked after the last time he pitched. Who are we more for? Texas. I'm rooting for Texas. Yeah. But I just want to I want a seven game series. I always if I don't have a real strong rooting entrance interest, just take it all the way to the end because yeah. then you get that game seven excitement. Game seven. And yeah. we got two two seven game series in the Yes conference, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And the teams that came out of that were the right teams. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody wins. All right, that yeah. was Yes Sports. The Courtney Show. Uh, I watched uh, SNL yesterday. It's probably the first time I've watched SNL. I record all of them, mm-hmm. but it's probably the first time I've went in on in a year and a half to SNL. Really? Like I'll watch a sketch here and there. Yeah. Uh, but I watched all of Nate's uh, the entire show, and there were some good bits. This George Washington bit was hilarious. I didn't see the lake one. I the lake find one. one. The you lake, like the lake one. The lake one yeah. says Brando, doesn't it? <laughs> the lake beach is so funny. Um, and then 
the Lifetime movie or Hallmark. The Lifetime, uh, the Hi- Hallmark movie one is really funny. I agree. And then Christopher Walken showing up there to introduce the Foo Fighters awesome. was awesome. Us he wasn't great in his sketch. Oh, was he in his sketch too? Yeah. No, it wasn't great. You know, it was a political one. Oh. That they show the show open ones. Got it. Not all that exciting. Uh, but you could tell Nate was probably a little nervous at first. Yeah, I, I think. But man, so. he was funny. Yes. So funny. He's so good. Yeah, he was like making fun of like. There's probably a bunch of people that have no idea who I am. Yeah. You know. But they did this one bit, Fran Drescher bit, because of the strike. Really. And all about like going to a regular house and how they shouldn't. Uh, the kids are dressed. They're scabs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the Fran Dresser girl was not good. I don't think it worked. It was it was way too long. Yeah. I didn't think her Fran was very good. And there were too many kid actors that were floating like floating in and out that are like, here's my big chance. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kids. But if you're was, gonna do dresser, you gotta get it right. It was a pretty entertaining episode. So again, we don't know why we're proud, but we are very proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course, the Ludo shows were this weekend. And I got a message from uh, teacher Allison. She said, How Ludo Ween was amazing. Oh. Uh, Clownvis was awesome. Bought some I Fight Dragons merch. My husband and I jammed out to Ludo with so many fans, and I spotted Chris in the sound booth. You could see the pride in his eyes, and it made me smile. <laughs> I'll definitely be back. Oh, great. So it sounds like her first, it was her first Ludo show, which I- is very cool. Thank you for coming. That's awesome. I uh, I put Chris to work. I, we, we were Pee Wee Herman last night, and I didn't have a dress shirt. And so I was like, hey, I need a white dress shirt. And Chris brought me six options. Whoa. Ooh, look at Great. you. Brother alert. So some, I, some more wrinkly than others. <laughs> I switched every three songs. Just <laughs> that big screen, by the way, was pretty big. Biggest screen that that's ever huge. been in the pageant. I was like, wow. It was awesome. I still don't even know everything that was on there. We never told him. We were just like, yeah, we trust you. And then people would tell me or I'd see video. I'd be like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> was, it so, was it something supposed to happen with the white sweatsuits? Yeah, so when different lights came, mm-hmm. theoretically, it was supposed to, like, we would be different colors. Mm. So had, the two, two nights we were all white, and then the third night You we had were. to be comfortable in the white sweatsuits, though. Yeah, it was nice. Better than the suit last night. But the suit looked great. The peewee stuff? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I saw the pictures. Pulling my pants up all night. And then my sister was motioning to me with like three songs left. The, you know, the, um, whatever you call it on the back of the jacket, the tail was still tied together. You're supposed to. Oh, yeah. Oh, separate. It's that stitch. Them. Yes. Got a little stitch on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I had the, uh, you know, has extra buttons for the suit were on the sleeve. And it was just still just dangling <laughs> off me half the show. This That's is also part of the look you were going for. Yeah, exactly. We we just get it was like a thirty-five dollar Amazon suit. We all want the same one to do the Pee Wee Herman thing. And Andrew's like, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, he's like, I need this thing to be cut. I'm gonna take it in and get it, you know. A, yeah, just just hemmed a little bit so mm-hmm. so that it, it fits a little bit better. So it was like a thirty-five dollar suit. <laughs> And he spent $250 getting it altered. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> For him, I guess. <laughs> uh, other texts that came in, Chris? Yeah, I guess there's some texts that came in. Let's see here. Jumbotron says, my husband sleeps with a little sofa pillow he's had for 50 years. Every time we have people over, ice cream, throw that thing under the bed. Oh, no. We we're talking about that yellow, the, oh, the, yes. the big debate online. <laughs> sofa pillow. Sofa pillow. I want to see a picture of this. 
Jumbotron. Vending Machine Mitchell says, man, my family pumped some money into the local economy this Hal-Ludo <laughs> weekend. Uh. <laughs> 14 total tickets, 18 t-shirts, what? among wow. other merch, four meals at a local e- at local eateries, and 12 fruity drinks from the pageant. Way Great to support time. the economy. Oh, man. Pump some money into me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very local economy. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Lisa from Troy, Missouri says the strawberry candy that's in the cellophane wrapper, wrapper is called strawberry bonbons. Oh, okay. I didn't know that how to name familiar. Strawberry bonbons. Those are good. Remember and- the ones that were in tins shaped like the fruits? Yes. I, I, just, I remember no, them, I yeah. I, I always that, just I wanted a tin of candy. There's something that seemed classier about it. Yeah. A little tin of candy. I'm a classy lady. I have a tin of candy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, who's been texting us on the non-Ludo text line. If, if you want to text us any old time today, 314-669-4665. All right, it's time to give some tickets away. Uh, we're celebrating Softer October only... Today and tomorrow left, and anybody that wins our weekly contest is going to be in the grand prize drawing. For four tickets, see Air Supply, along with dinner at River City Casino and Hotel. And today and tomorrow, your chance to win tickets to see John Cusack. He moved that show. It was supposed to be this past weekend. That has been moved to Saturday, March 30th. It's a it's a pair of tickets at the Stiefel Theater to see Say Anything, and then a Q&A with John Cusack and me at the Stiefel Theater on March 30th. So caller 10 right now. You're going to win a pair of tickets to see that John Cusack Say Anything screening at Stiefel. Just give us a call, 314-954-1065, 618-398-1065, caller 10. You'll win, and we're going to get in the soft rock jams back with a little Scorpions Wind of Change. It's The Courtney Show on The Arch. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Tara Kramer. Tara Kramer was caller 10, and she picks up those tickets to see the rescheduled uh, special screening of Say Anything along with a Q&A with John Cusack. It's March 30th. Tickets are still available. You can get all the details at 1065thearch.com and she has qualified for the grand prize, which is four tickets and dinner to see Air Supply at River City Casino and Hotel Software October. Brought to you by Johnny Brock's Dungeon and Davy Tree Experts. Thank you to both Johnny Brock's and Davy Tree for sponsoring Soft Rocktober. Listen to my strong opinion. Time to bitch. All right, I'll start. Mine is really not even a strong opinion, but an observation. Mm, okay. You know, it'll be, I'll get more in depth into this when I uh, have my first episode of my motherhood podcast that I'm doing um, in the future. But I have figured out the place where children behave the worst uh, in the wild. And it's not annoying. Like, it's shocking to me because it doesn't seem like a place. Like, I would think a grocery store would be a real pain to have kids wanting everything. But I'm going to tell you what. I Last Saturday, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. And every child in there was running. <laughs> like, really? they're the poor parents. Especially ones that have multiple kids. 
Oh, it was. I'm like, this has to be the worst place for a parent to take a child. Mm. Just and, and then they were the little kids just going crazy. I don't know what it is about Dick's Sporting Goods. Sounds just like you ran into some really terrible parents. I don't know if it's the parents' fault. There's just they're outnumbered. Yeah, they're outnumbered. I mean, any any place on the planet can turn into. They're touching an awful everything. Place. It was out of control. And I, grocery store, I've not even noticed this bad of behavior. I mean, any place with a toy section, there's you're, so you're much to with touch. Disaster. So much to touch. I'm just saying, don't can't go you, on. Don't go on the weekend. Can't you incentivize in a toy situation though? You would think you're going to find mm-hmm. quickly that the toys that your child is interested in do not fit into the price bracket. <laughs> That applies to the, like, the if bribe. you're good, I'll buy you a toy. How much is the bribe? What? I mean, $5, 5 yeah. to $10, you think. Like, that's okay. You can't can... even get them with, like, the Gatorade gum at the end of the shopping trip. Mm. Or, like, the, what is the one gum? Quench? Quench. Is Quench still around? <laughs> Quench is still so around. Good. It's harder to find, but, yeah, it does exist. It's at, the, it's at Dick's Sporting it's at Goods, Dick's, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's at Academy of Sports. Mm. Yeah, the sports stores have it. But I have... It was out I, so much so that I texted Nick like, "Dick Sporting Goods, children out of control." It was it one family or was <laughs> no, it multiple it was families? A lot of families. And what day of the week was this? Saturday. I mean, Saturday in general, kids are really at their worst because now they're just with parents. It was bad. They save up. They say they save up all their bad behavior during the school year for when they're with you with the parents we will do a hierarchy of the top 10 list where children are the worst in the motherhood podcast that's a good idea coming soon sweeps week (laughs) (laughs) motherhood podcast all right what's the best idea that's ever been had on the show may never even be done but we will promote it like it will happen yeah uh i could go this uh, you you really you didn't 100% steal my thunder, but there was a little bit right at the beginning of the show. But I'm sticking with it because it was my strongest opinion from the weekend. I just It's just an open letter to the Del Mar Loop. Please, please give us somewhere to park. Please. We're, we want to come visit. We want to come do all the stuff. We, we love the things. Maybe less trolleys, more parking. I don't know how we can move money around, but... You know, when you go to some place like Streets of St. Charles and you're like, this is just a manufactured Del Mar loop. Yeah, it's, with, a, it's a Disneyland. Of, yeah, it's a yeah. Disney version. It's not as cool. Nothing against the, the Streets of St. Charles. I think it's very cool it's what, what they've done there. District. Yeah. But when you can just park anywhere and yeah. you get out and walk right up to wherever the place. And I, I don't mind walking a little bit, but just give me some place to park even if it's just one giant parking garage and I have to walk two blocks, to, that's fine. I don't care. I just get tired of driving around and then I ended up parking in a lot. Like you, Courtney, you parked illegally. I parked illegally. I was parked in a lot that I was not supposed to park in, but I'm like, I've Come parked here me. before. Nothing's happened. The business that it says you're not supposed to park here, it's closed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's ah, okay. And I parked right next to, of course, a busted out window <gasps> that was on the concrete. I'm like, well, Let's see what happens. You, the car was there, or you just oh, no, saw no, no. broken glass? It was glass. There's from... glass all over in this lot. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's just, there's nothing in my car. Hopefully there's nothing interesting. But just 
There's so many. They've got that new putt. Uh, putt, oh, putt right golf across the course street. right across the street. Yeah, that looks really opened. cool. You can't keep putting these places and not have parking available. Yes. So what do they do? I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Well, the, the streets of St. Charles just has a parking garage. They, have a they huge just have par- a big parking garage. Well, and then they've got a bunch of parking. Yeah. Yes. Like by the restaurants on the other side. So, I mean, they've just got a lot of you have real to, estate available to them because they just bulldozed to, yeah, something. Yeah, you have to sacrifice a big chunk of real estate. If you go there. a little farther past the pageant, I think there's some opportunity. Yeah. Somebody needs to. There's a parking garage. It's just not huge. Yes. Yeah, there's one little parking garage. And then Wash U, unfortunately, owns all the land behind the pageant. And it's like some sort of a research center or something. And that's where a bunch... And that's just regular parking lot back there. But like that lot that's back there that's all lit up. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just close the, it the for Metrolink a year. One? Is it a Metrolink I one? think so. It's right behind the pageant. Not like... There's a lot right behind the pageant. Right. But then farther back... Off the street, there's one that's lit up. Yeah. That's a decent-sized parking lot, but it's just not big enough for that area. Yeah. Let's just shut her down for a year, and you could turn that into a eight-level parking garage. And it's all, everything's solved. I think the city already owns that space. I think that's a city parking lot. Well, the other thing is you mentioned the trolley. The The trolley doesn't take away any parking. It, no, no, no. The, the, the trolley, the point of it, besides old-world charm... Is to help people get up and down the street, yeah, park wherever you want. The problem is the it's, it's unreliable, and people have complained about think it. Think about how much stuff. money they funneled into just making the trolley happen. You could have spent a quarter of that on a just a boring old concrete parking garage that we could all park at. Mm. We could all have a place. I'm with you. I don't know this. I don't have. A, I'm not heavy on solution. I just know that we all like it. We all want to go there. Give us a place to park. I'm not Ubering from Waterloo. <laughs> yeah, that's a little expensive. We'll get something done by uh, all right, punk rock Christmas. You know somebody. Yeah. Let's make it happen. <laughs> uh, mine is, you know, after a long, crazy weekend, don't be afraid to use a day off because you'll forget a segment. Probably strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like, I think I'm doing pretty well. And then you'll hear the strong opinions music and be like, oh, yeah, I knew I'd that's forget something. So that's it. Just... Keep that in mind. <laughs> You're welcome. More time for you, Chris. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you, you uh, Tim, you and Tim had a quick conversation yesterday, or not yesterday, last week, and it reminded me of something. And um, when somebody's like, hey, don't tell anybody, but, and then that person goes, who am I going to tell? I feel like that shouldn't be the initial reaction to, hey, don't tell anybody. It should be like, oh, of course not. <laughs> But every time you tell somebody, hey, don't tell anybody this, they the first reaction is, oh, I'm not going to do that. Who am I going to tell? What's going what's to go on here? And it's like, that's not the point. The point isn't like, oh, we know the same person and we all are, you know, like you're going to, you're going to. Right. It's, it's just it. like, hey, don't tell anybody. Yes. This is important to me <laughs> that nobody else knows about this, even if. Like, you know, you're probably not going to tell anybody or we don't know the same people. It's like, hey, just let's just keep this between us. Because you do need to say that. Because if somebody says, don't tell anybody, I will not tell anybody. If they do not say that, I'm going to tell people. I'm going to tell people. I just told Alex a secret yesterday that I think I was probably clear to tell her. I don't know, maybe a month ago. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and I still hadn't told her. And finally, wow. I was like, I think, I think I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, but I've never technically been cleared to tell you this. But like, and she's like, I, why didn't you tell me? I didn't tell her any of it. And it's like the whole Nick rule, like, well, you're going to tell Nick. Like, I, this was one of those secrets. Like, don't tell anybody. I'm like, all right, I won't tell anybody. Did you get in trouble for? No, but I, not in trouble, but just kind of like. Why wouldn't you tell me that? Why wouldn't that's why are you holding on to that one so long? I'm like, I don't know. I just I knew I wasn't supposed to say anything and I just ferreted it away. But everybody brain. takes it personally, <laughs> like, what a, I, I'm not a dishonest person, but it's like this is just a blanket statement to say, hey, this is off the table for you to tell people. Yeah. Yeah, but that is a line. I'll say that. Who am I going to tell? Who am yeah. I going to tell? Yeah. I, do, I do too. We yeah. all do. We I all do are all like, time. what am I going to do with this? You think I care about your information? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Yeah. but <laughs> if don't you know the same people. <laughs> but if you don't say it, then it's like, yeah. then everybody thinks it's all, all fair game. But it does sound like when you say, hey, don't tell somebody, that you're the kind of person that tells you're people. questioning that person. And that person has to be like... Well, I'm not uh, going to do it. I'm not a guilty person. I'm a good person. Me of? I never say who am I going to tell because I, I I always know. As soon as you get a piece of information, you know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but again, if you say don't tell anybody, I'm not telling anybody. If you don't say it, poof, I'm working that list. <laughs> uh, those are our strong opinions. It is the Courtney Show on the Arch. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carroll House Furniture. Get honest value, quality furniture. Shop Carroll House because you like nice things. Our contestant for first five notes to start off the new week, it's Kelly from Manchester. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How you doing today? I'm a little nervous. It's my first time playing. Oh. You're going down, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, we have TSO tickets for you. Trans-Siberian Orchestra performed the Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO at the Enterprise Center on Sunday, December 17th. So you'll win these tickets if you are victorious and get two out of three in first five notes. You have to play against one of us, though, Kelly. Who's it going to be? I think I'm going to try and uh, capitalize on Tim's uh, lack of energy this morning. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is very strategic. Good strategy, I Kelly. Mm-hmm. Ruthless. <laughs> um, all right, Kelly, you ready to party your face off? Let, let's go for it. All right, here's song number one. <laughs> Voices carry? No. no, but I like that guess. Yeah, but it's not close. The title of the song is going to be hard to come up with, but I think you can. The artist the is easy. Yeah, I think you can do it. It's a band. Let's hear it again. I think you might find it. Is it? That's a Patrick Duffy right off the bat. Oh yes! Oh, yeah. All right. Nice job. Patrick Duffy or Duff Leppard. Yeah. I can't believe you got that. That you was amazing. Either one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Coming. You're a clean one for one. Here's song number two. Oh, I'm one that the GTG makes fun of on uh, on the pages. No, I mean they'll Can like the, they'll like you got Patrick Duffy. Yeah, yeah here's, here it is again. They'll have respect. Uh, uh, what, uh, if you're not supposed to say anything, you say nothing blanks the word. Oh, <laughs> M- oh, M- Mumford and Sons. Yes. There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Kelly, that's a big win. Here is song number three. R.E.M. Yeah! yeah. Big win. Go. Big I win. didn't stand a chance, Kelly. Oh, Nothing man. to make fun of there. No, oh. Fine performance, Kelly. Congrats to you. We have a pair of tickets for you to see TSO, The Ghosts of Christmas Eve at the Enterprise Center on December 17th. Great first time, Kelly. We're real proud Thanks of you. Thanks so much, Beth. We'll get you those tickets, and we'll have another pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Well, Great Taste Gang Song of the Day is coming up, and hopefully you guys are getting your final Softer October requests in. All you have to do is go to 1065thearch.com and request a song that maybe you haven't heard during the whole run of Softer October tomorrow, the last day. Mm-hmm. We're very sad to see it come to an end. And then we never play a soft rock song ever again. Well, we will, but not as, it's not as much, not as many. <laughs> not as many. This soft rock October was the, probably the our biggest success. It's the best one. The every had. hour thing is good. Loved it. Loved it. So get those requests in. We're going to end the show with one of your suggestions. Got a bunch of good texts in. A few that I really liked about first five notes. Cares Whisper says, good for her playing the Patrick Duffy card. And then Trish said, love Kelly's ruthless strategy against Tim, especially <laughs> using the Patrick Duffy card. Happy Monday. And then Casey, <laughs> I really like this one, wrote, I respect Kelly's fear of mockery by the GTG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, but you've noticed before when we've had contestants that maybe didn't know any of the songs, but if they had a good attitude, yeah, that yeah. that gets them far. Yeah. Or if you, you're you're trying, you're working hard to get the clues. Or if you just make them laugh, like you just, mm-hmm. yeah. What was the one? Uh, not footloose. Loose foot. Loose foot. Loose foot. Yeah. That's yeah, been <laughs> it's been a while since we've heard from Uncle Keith. Uncle Keith. God, that was so funny. <laughs> it was like a hundred years ago. It really oh was. my god. It was a different man. New Amy texted in and said, "We took our son to Haluda Ween and had a blast. It was his first concert. Thank you." Nice. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of young ones uh, this weekend. That's cool. Yeah, Did, that's were cool. all the nephews there? Uh, was Timo there? Yeah. Uh, we do those acoustic, the VIP things in the afternoon, and, and they all made at least appearances for those. That's good. Yeah. He had, Might have been a little loud. Timo had a good time. Yeah, the real concerts, it's loud for the real little ones, but... They love it. Charlie goes, can I go to the loud? He was at the at the sing-along during the day, and he goes, can I go to the loud concert tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Amy, actually, this is the, the this is the actual one from Amy. That, that other one, I don't know who that one was from. Um, went to my first Ludo concert last night. It was awesome. My friend and I have set a goal to learn all the songs so we can sing them like everybody else. Nice. So cool. Tim deserves exclamation points. Disagree, but <laughs> I do have a favorite I now. That. Favorite song? Yeah, I don't know the name of it though. Man, I, it's weird. Like the new songs are really getting me, which I, I never really thought possible. Usually, when artists put out new music, especially after so long, you're like, ah, this is this stuff isn't that good. But Ludo's three newish songs are incredible. Hey, friends, I think is one of the best live experiences that I've had at a. It turned out, yeah, we still got it. I think it's that lake song. Oh, like Pontchartrain? It's my favorite now. So we did last night we did that one. Every night we did two songs in the crowd where we just without the microphones and we would just go out there and play and do sing alongs and we did Yeah, Lake Pontchartrain last night. And Tom from the Plain White Tees, it was so cool. He said that was his favorite Ludo song and started singing it and we I didn't know. Oh yeah. He liked <laughs> new stuff. 
Hey, you'd have been like, hey, get out here. He, he knows yeah. the words to your songs better than his own. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was so funny. But I think that is my new favorite song. Yeah, I think that might be, it's, it's my favorite to play for sure. People are real into that one. It's really a special experience in the room to watch how people respond to that song. And they know every single, it's, you know, there's some, some Ludo songs are pretty complicated. Like, hey, friends, scare me. There's a lot of things. It's like, how how do you sing along to these? But Lake Pontchartrain is challenging enough that it's rewarding to know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People really lean into it. I thought they did all right with the hey, friends, because that's the very difficult Like a lot of lyrics. A lot of lyrics. It's impossible. And there's one part, I don't even know how it goes. He's like, he's like, Gator on the chair, weighted up to the knees. And you're like, okay, cool. I don't know what that means. And then it changes so often in there. I don't know how Andrew keeps this track. But I also like he, there's a part of that song where he's like, (laughs) you know, they're talking about like all this Creole stuff. And he's like, Gonna need a towel to sop sop up all the butter. Yeah. <laughs> and then we sold we sold butter sopping towels at the at, at Marsh. Oh, uh, that's what those were for? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Very smart. That's butter sopping that towels. That is brilliant. BSTs. <laughs> yes, I'm naming myself 618 Sally texted in and said, I'll see your dick sporting goods and raise you Best Buy. Apparently Best Buy is oh, bad for the kids oh, as well. I don't know the last time I was in a Best Buy. You know, they got rid of all of their uh, physical video media. So really? No DVDs CDs, CDs, no DVDs. Gone? Apparently, they're getting rid of all of that. Wow. They won't have any of that stuff. You remember how Oh yeah. it was just, it was half the store. Half it the was store. this huge section of CDs. Now they'll have none of it. I remember you'd buy a show, like the full show, a television show. Like a box set? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Man, that was an exciting time. It really was. To have to have like nine DVDs of content uh-huh. that you got to... Yeah, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> and then you owned it. It belonged to you. Forever. We don't own anything anymore, do we, away. guys? Mm-hmm. All right, people had a bunch of fears of things. I have a fear of big, fake eyelashes. Honestly, I have a fear of big, giant things standing next to him, like standing next to a dock when there's a big cruise ship there. Are standing next to a giant water tower. Really? Weird. So that is a fear. So when I was talking about Frankie earlier from Real World, she had a fear of giant ships, but apparently that is under the umbrella of fear of giant things. Big stuff. Big things. That could fall on you or I don't know if it's or about falling or just, on you. What about ghosts and all? Big ghosts. <laughs> oh, that's a combination that. of the two fears. Yes. Would your friend uh, Vaughn have a fear of fake fingernails. Probably. Yeah. He, That's similar to the fake eyelashes. Yeah, he doesn't he didn't like them. You can overdo those fake eyelashes. And the and the nails. Yeah. Great skin Lisa says I have a fear of driving through a car wash. I can't do it. Oh it's yeah. It's not bad. I have an f- irrational fear of hummingbirds. That, that goes back to my haunted car wash I've wanted to do for years. Man. Oh, yeah, that would really when is that happening? Can we do that next year? It's going to be the same year the Motherhood podcast comes No, out. the Motherhood podcast, <laughs> I I feel like the Motherhood podcast could be like a six-part series. <laughs> we could do a little bit of a story arc to keep, keep people coming back for more. Mm-hmm. And you can have special guests come in. They could be short podcasts. It won't be a hassle. Man, that sounds like a lot of work. Or we could just <laughs> record a five-minute one today and call it your Motherhood podcast. <laughs> well, no, Nick needs to be. Oh, yeah. Nick, is, right. Nick is the creator That's of the true. Motherhood podcast. We need both mothers. 
I have an irrational fear of hummingbirds. I call them murder birds. I could see that. If, they're well, so fast. If you're afraid of, like, Alex is afraid of flying stuff. Like, she has a problem with birds and wasps and things. And she's not, like, if you just said, hey, here's a hummingbird, she would be like, that's a terrifying beast that I need to run from. But if one flies by you, it sounds like the biggest bee on the planet oh, just yeah. buzzed your head. Yeah. I'm not afraid of birds unless it's in an indoor situation. Yeah, like she won't yeah, go to like the bird. butterfly house or whatever, or you're indoors with butterflies. She can't, she can't handle it. She can't hack it. Other fears: flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Tracy says they scare the hay out of her. That's my mom. She's never watched the Wizard of Oz because of those of that? flying monkeys. She just knows about them. I guess you have to ask her. She's never watched it. She's like, oh, I can't watch that. They are scary. These monkeys are. Has terrifying. she ever seen Flash Gordon? Mm, I'm assuming. Isn't there some kind of flying? Yeah, but they're not monkeys. But they're scarier, right? They're pretty scary. The flying too. dudes. Yes. Guy with the the beard. Yeah. Flash. What's that guy's name? He's uh, great. Emperor. The actor, though. No, the, <laughs> the guy who's yeah, 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 with the wings. He's awesome. Casey followed up and says the GTG judgment is swift. But fair, <laughs> but, but also scary. <laughs> Thanks for all your texts today on the Who Knows text line. Keep them coming through in 4669-4665. The Courtney Show. Bunch of stuff on the blog today at 1065thearch.com. You can see Brandon Flowers joining Ed Sheeran on stage for Mr. Brightside at a show over the weekend. Uh, you can also see the creepiest houses in all 50 states and... Our area is very well represented in mm. Illinois and Missouri. Lump Mansion, Missouri. Yeah, we got a lot. And uh, McPike Mansion in Alton. Mm. Uh, and you can see that on the blog. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Demi Lovato is snow. A bunch of celebrities and what they dress like. Uh, you can see their Halloween costumes. Um, and Matthew Perry's final Instagram post. You can also see that. Uh, along with the best haunted house movies. There's a lot of stuff. Kiki Palmer, by the way, her Halloween costume. Out of all the celebrities that we've seen thus far, she put a little movie together, too. Yeah, it's good. a good one. She did a good job. Uh, so go to the website to see all of those and uh, Great Taste Gang Song of the Day. Yeah, you can request one anytime, 1065thearch.com. Uh, winding down on some of the soft rock stuff, but it's been fun. Sea of Love is your song today. Requested by... Oh, Patty. This one's for Patty. It's the Honey Drippers. On The Courtney Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 6. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Oh, hey. The Courtney Show podcast nailed it again. Everybody deserves a good pat on the back and a big glass of bourbon at Salt and Smoke. See you there.